Thank you for joining the Zen Care Podcast. These recorded Dharma talks are given freely to our community in the heart of New York City, which we are honored to now share with you. New York Zen Center for Contemplative Care is dedicated to transforming the nature of care through contemplative practice by meeting illness, aging, and death with compassion and wisdom. Learn more about us through zencare.org. different ways to slow down and actually pay attention just to what you're doing how rarely we pay attention to what we're doing maybe even right now we're off in a dream perhaps so sweet this morning we you know Asian and Daniel are at a wedding outside of Idlewild and are going to the Sunday morning sit at Zen Mountain Center where Tenshin Roshi, who made this stand, will be giving a talk. How the practice is just about showing up wherever you are. Or as Henry David Thoreau says, if you want to be happy, be. I love that. If you want to be happy, be. It doesn't say be happy, but practice being. If you want to have enjoyment, in ease, practice being. In one of the collections of Dogen's work, he has these Dharma Hall discourses, hundreds of them. Really. And, uh, I just love them, and I don't totally understand where they come from, but they are very often pithy, so I imagine that sometimes he just gave a Dharma talk that was like a sentence or two, which sounds so refreshing. <coughs> this Dharma Hall discourse is called Dragon Howls and Tiger, Tiger Roars. A dragon howls in a dark cave. The whole universe quiets. A tiger roars at the edge of a cliff. The cold valley becomes warm. Ka! Ka is a famous Zen shout 
which literally means to yell. Or sometimes like being bonked on the head by the teacher's katsu, which is like the little stick that I'm missing. Otherwise I'd demonstrate. So what is this? So that was the whole talk. The whole thing was there. A dragon howls in a dark cave. The whole universe quiets. A tiger roars at the edge of a cliff. A cold valley becomes warm. Ka. So like many koans, there's not much to explain. In the 49th case of the Book of Equanimity, Tozan offers to the essence. The case is attention of how he once asked Ungan to reveal his essence, and Ungan had just replied, just this. A monk who was present at the memorial asked, what did Ungan intend by saying just this? Tozan replied, at that time, I almost completely misunderstood my late teacher's intent. The monk pressed further. Did Ungan know that just know of just this? Tozan replied, if he didn't know, how could he speak thus? If he did know, why did he speak thus? Clears it up. Do you hear the dragon roar? The tiger? Tozan is the one of the founders of the Soto school. The school that we're part of. We studied for just just 20 years with his teacher. But they kind of got to some point where after giving it a good college try for 20 years, Nansen, who was a wonderful teacher, suggested he check some things out with Ungan, a different teacher. I love that instruction too. So like after 20 years of working together, there's still more to see and to work with. But maybe you should try after 20 years with another teacher. And it was not uncommon, at the, particularly at that time, for after you studied for a couple of decades with one teacher to go and study with another teacher. So different from now where people want to go like hopping around.
just got an email the other day from someone in Europe who said, oh, one of your students came to see me. And I said, oh, who's that? And they gave me their name, and it's like, I don't even know who they are. <laughs> How interesting. <laughs> <laughs> So what it's pointing to in this koan is a little different than that kind of relationship. And also back then, people would be living with their teacher in a monastery. So Tozan had a realization and also became a successor of Ungan, of his teacher. But he didn't feel clear. He still, after many years of studying with his second teacher, still didn't feel very clear. So when he was about to leave, he asked his teacher, what should I say if I'm asked anything? And his teacher said, He was just silent for a while. And then replied, just this. But then after another pause, his teacher said, and carrying this out, please be so careful. Take great care not to be stinky. So in Zen, it's often like when people just come in and present in a kind of a spiritual way. That's thought often to be kind of stinky like you're trying to be spiritual or oneness or explaining things. Like if you're riding, asked to ride a buffalo, just ride the buffalo. Instead of talking about how wonderful and how at one you are with all things. So in the koan, Tozan says, at, this, at that time, I almost completely misunderstood my late teacher's intent. So what is that? What was the intent of his teacher? amazing to think that we understand what anybody's intent is. The hubris of that. Because how rarely we're actually even paying attention to even imagine what somebody else is actually experiencing.
He, so after a while, after he left his teacher, he composed this poem in trying to explore what this, just this is. He wrote, do not seek him anywhere else or he will run away from you. Now that I go on all alone, I meet him everywhere. He is even now what I am. I am even now not what he is. Only by understanding this way can there be a true union. I love that. <coughs> Do not seek him anywhere else or he will run away from you. Amazing how we go seeking. Maybe it'll be at the session. That's when I'll really practice. But if you do that, he'll run away from you. Now that I go on all alone, I meet him everywhere. When you learn to trust yourself, to me is the beauty of true intimacy everywhere. True connection. He is even now what I am. I am even now not what he is. Only by understanding this way can there be true union. There's a funny story about Tozan Ungan and uh, where he's asked, what instruction did you receive at your late teacher's place? And Tosan said, although I was there, I didn't receive any instruction. This is also another one of the great values in Zen practice. Or the greatest compliment you can give a teacher What'd you learn from them? Not much. Because a good teacher is really pointing to you, learning how to trust your way, but not your conditioned way. You must realize it for yourself. You must learn how to roar the dragon's roar and be the tiger's roar. 
so that your expression warms the valley and creates great silence. Because everything that we do impacts everything. There's a famous Zen saying that if a student is only as good as the teacher, then the teachings will deeply decline. It's not about your teacher. What is this, just this? What are you waiting for? To fully give yourself to practice. What would it be like to soften your attachment to your self-consciousness? might be like the drums coming in, a parade. First we braid grasses and play tug of war, says Ryokan. Then we take turns singing and keeping a kickball in the air. I kick the ball and they sing. They kick and I sing. Time is forgotten, the hours fly by. People passing by point at me and laugh. Why are you acting like such a fool, they say. I nod my head and don't answer. I could say something, but why? <clears throat> Do you want to know what's in my heart? From the beginning of time, just this, just this. 